This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show, sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. All right. We are back on the Dr. Dahlia Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc dolly one 877 Okay, guys, sorry. Hey, get me some slack. It's day after Super Bowl. D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So the bubonic plague that killed millions centuries ago. We have had a first case of bubonic plague discovered in the U.S., this is the first case in nearly a decade. Although I've spoken to you guys about the plague, there's different plagues. We average less, fewer than 10 a year. It's rare, but we've been pretty good recently. Maybe it's because of COVID or who knows. But sadly, authorities in Oregon have confirmed the U.S. state's first human case of bubonic plague in nearly 10 years. They were a resident of Deschutes County, located southeast of the city of Portland, we believe it was the cat that got them sick. Remember I told you I was in medical school and there was somebody who I believe was up in Lake Tahoe and their cat was coughing. That might have been pneumonic plague, but the cat was coughing. They're like, oh, poor kitty, poor kitty. And the kitty was on their chest and then the cat gave them the plague and then they died. So plague is some serious stuff. Um, the Black Death, which I think was that ring around the rosy pocket full of posy. I think that came from, from that. Ashes, ashes, they all fall down. Because when somebody had the plague, I believe what they would do is cremate them to prevent spread. Black Death killed 40 to 60% of England's population in the late 1340s. And then another outbreak of the 1660s named the Great Plague killed a fifth of the people living in London at the time. Now, this is, you know, being reported uh, by Metro, so it's a it's a source coming from London. But, you know, the seed plague um, is is not good. And we um, are obviously on edge because we are seeing things and expecting things um, um, in my neck of the woods, which I've told you guys for a while, we need to be on alert for multiple drug-resistant tuberculosis. Health Department gave us an alert of some cases of tuberculosis. So we could spread these things pretty quickly, and we could very easily have another pandemic or epidemic, epidemic or pandemic, if we aren't smart. But with this one person in Deschutes County, they said the symptoms of plague appear two to eight days after exposure to an infected animal or flea. So let's let's talk about the plague. All right. I wrote a piece on this back in 2019 when there were three cats in Wyoming that tested positive for the plague. Now, no humans were affected at the time, but they all tested positive for bubonic plague. Now, bubonic is the more common one. It's caused by a bacteria called Yersinia pestis. 
And so a victim of the plague gets bit by a flea. This is why we don't like fleas and flea collars were really, really big. And I think they still are in some parts of the of the country because fleas will feed on infected animals like rodents or an animal that has a plague. Then the fleas could get to your animal or get to you. Cat scratches from domesticated cats can also be a form of transmission. So when my cats want to wrestle, I have one kitty cat that loves to get tickled and loves to play fight. Well, if she scratches or bites me, if she had the plague, she could give it to me. Also, direct contact with infected bodily fluids could spread the plague. Pneumonic plague is pneumo, so it's respiratory. So just to review, the main types of plague are bubonic, which is the most common. It affects the lymph nodes, making big buboes, they used to call them. Or, so you have big swollen glands. But bubonic can still spread throughout the body. Pneumonic plague infects the lungs, can spread from person to person by respiratory droplet. And then septicemic plague is where the bacteria infects the bloodstream and can also happen if your bubonic or pneumonic plague spreads to the blood. So what are your symptoms of the plague? Fever, chills, body aches, weakness, headache. That could be COVID. That could be flu. That could be super sick Monday after Super Bowl. But those are early symptoms. As I said, with bubonic plague, you get these big buboes. I love saying the word bubo because my lisp doesn't come out. There's swollen glands in the neck, underarm, pelvic groin region. Pneumonic plague, you may have a cough, shortness of breath. Uh, you might even cough up some blood. So what do we do? Well, it's if it's a bacteria, we could treat it with antibiotics. So ciprofloxacin, doxycycline, streptomycin, gentamicin. We also will do supportive measures like IV fluids, oxygen. But you got to avoid the plague by avoiding getting bit or scratched. So fleas are a biggie. Fleas, insect repellent, flea control products. Avoid rodents. Clean out areas in and around your house to avoid them from scurrying around. You know, I remember watching Tom and Jerry, and I thought little mice and rodents and all that. I thought they were cool. And you would see in these cartoons women screaming and jumping up on a chair. And I would ask my mom every time Tom and Jerry to be a mouse. I'm like, ah, everybody in all these cartoons. And my mom said, well, it's because they spread disease. And I'm like, really? Little Jerry? Wait, no. Is it Tom- Tom's cat? Little Jerry? Jerry wouldn't bite a flea. She's like, not all. I was a stupid kid. Okay. She's like, not all mice and rodents look like little Jerry. And they can bite. You know, Just like with rabies. I love animals will come up to me. You know, I'll get to their level, I'll have my hand, palm out, fingers closed so I don't look like a threat. You know, they sniff my hand, they whatever. Uh, how do I know it's not a rabid animal? And I don't want us all nervous and, and paranoid, but sadly, plague can be pretty, pretty scary. And so to see somebody affected, now I believe the person is still alive and getting antibiotics. Uh, we don't have um, a lot of information on that. Uh, But I think there was a pneumonic plague of Los Angeles that killed 30 people back in 1924. 1-877-DOC-DOLLY. Don't go away.
tell you here. Are you tired, gaining weight, burned out, stressed out? Well, how's your dopamine doing? Not sure? Then check out our book, Deploying Dopamine. How you feel right now, how you will feel an hour from now, how you will feel next week is completely reliant on our dopamine. Christian Kalikas and I created Deploying Dopamine, a book that tells you what dopamine is, when it dysfunctions, and how to successfully deploy dopamine when needed. So find Deploying Dopamine on Amazon or drdalia.com today. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms, whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping. Addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-524-3810-800-524-3810-800-524-3810. That's 800-524-3810. 
I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Guys, we are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 dolly Big thanks to Genesis Communications Network for making the show happen. Big thanks to Daniel, our producer. And big thanks to you all for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Dr. Dahlia and on Facebook, the Dr. Dahlia Show. So to woke or not to woke, that is the question. And schools and their curricula are going back and forth on how woke they need to be. And this is under the excuse that we are having major proficiency issues. We have a student proficiency crisis. Schools in Baltimore, schools in multiple school districts struggling to get their kids to be proficient in math, reading. And so there are educators saying we need to use this woke curriculum, this woke kindergarten, which I think is a... I don't know if it's for-profit or non-for-profit, but Woke Kindergarten apparently has received federal funding to help schools introduce certain, um, uh, you know, ways to teach that, it, you know, that are don't really um, necessarily uh, seem to be more math and they, more societal sort of uh, focuses. And then I guess there was a report here. This was kind of interesting. I'm a little confused about this. But apparently the Department of Defense um, chiefs are being accused of using woke in military schools where 70,000 children taught at America's military schools are also being, apparently OpenTheBooks.com, a watchdog, says Department of Defense are teaching four-year-olds gender expression, having secret chat rooms where students discuss sexuality and gender without the parents knowing, racial bias classes, um, and, and you know, so and apparently these lessons of diversity, equity, and inclusion have been up for debate, as there's been a huge, huge focus on that in schools. And people say, well, we need that because these kids are struggling, and they're struggling because the way our education is, is it's not inclusive of gender, race. So, uh, you know, if somebody, as an educator, so I've been an educator, I've taught medical students, I've taught Sunday school students, I've taught students of all ages, I've done public speaking, I've worked with kids, I've tutored kids my whole life, 
even before my academic career started. And so, you know, if you ask me what kids need to become proficient in math, reading, is they need individual one-on-one help. Can't just teach to the masses. You need to see what it is that they need. You need to identify why they're struggling with the concept. And then you need to re-teach that concept in a way that they'll understand. A teacher who only teaches one way, because that's all they know how, is not the best teacher. Uh, yeah, You are no good as a teacher if your students don't learn. So you need to figure out what is it your students need to learn. There was a um, concept where these students for this one practical test in medical school had to, you know, rush to do a, a note in under a certain amount of minutes. And some of them were struggling. So one of my lessons is, all right, guys, I'm going to do the test. Let's have the timer up. You guys will see me do it and you'll see me what I, what I, how I do it. You know, and I was like, what's this? And then, now I'm a fast typer. I get that, but. I kind of showed them, you know, a different way. And the funny thing is, is there were some students who were struggling the whole year going, okay, I get it. I see what you're doing. You compartment. I like the way you compartmentalized it. In fact, I had so much extra time that I'm like, Ooh, I got a good minute left. And you could see the anxiety. The class is like, no, you only have a minute. I'm going to stretch. Ah, I'm gonna, mm. oh, yeah, I kind of shake my tissue a little bit. Not get a DVT. Now let me continue with the remaining 45 seconds. But I showed them how things could be done. So some students are visual learners. Some are auditory learners. Some need to write it down. Some need to see a reenactment of it. So your job as a teacher needs to figure out why the student doesn't understand the area under a curve. Or I before E except after C. Or how not to dangle a participle. That a good teacher figures out a way for kids to learn it. If it's a concept that's just really impossible to learn, then teach them some mnemonics or ways to memorize it. Now, and so they don't forget it. And so the idea of we need to include woke, uh, it, that doesn't rest. You, I, I would not say that helps with proficiency because as you can see, we're, we're struggling with proficiency. The students are struggling now more than ever. If you are using woke curriculum or woke kindergarten, which I think woke kindergarten doesn't say anything about the hostages and what happened during the Hamas attack. There's like a pro-Palestine on their website segment for that. I mean, I want Palestinians free from Hamas. I want Israelis and our hostages freed from Hamas. But they have a pro-Palestine part of their woke curriculum the woke so uh, i mean so it's political and it's also not very inclusive especially for those people whose family members are still hostages and uh, you know who are anti-terrorist uh, with what the hamas attack did so you you know uh, they're they're not it's not necessarily to me very conducive to teaching kids who are struggling so society has to decide and they need to decide fast, what is it they want their schools to teach? If they want the schools to teach gender diversity, all right, then obviously that's a focus. But if they want their kids to be able to be self-sufficient, pay taxes later. You know, I, I mean, you know, I get that, that 
schools like to be there to teach other things about society, want to make sure kids who are struggling feel included. If a child says, I feel different, you know, because I have a hearing issue or I don't feel like a boy or I don't. Yes, we want the schools to be there and allow there to be social services and support. But that doesn't need to be curriculum. We all have a job to do. I mean, if you have to work in a factory, you're there to work at the factory. You're not there to stop and you know think about societal things. You, you have a job to do. School, it's your job. And I've said change school, where the mornings are 20 to 30 minute you know, concise classes of teaching. Everybody goes to lunch, and then after noon is all your practical learning. Learn the traits. Learn CPR. Learn first aid. Learn how to farm. Learn how to start a fire. Learn how to fish. Learn how to hunt. Learn how to survive. Learn how to, and and all the years of the summer school, summer break should not be three months. You're losing too much valuable time teaching them. Expand winter break shortened summer break and by the time everybody is a sophomore in high school they've graduated high school as by sophomore year high school by the time they're 16 years old they know if they're interested in construction plumbing farming law medicine education such as junior and senior year they can now go for their associate's degree same classrooms teachers tax dollars nobody is paying a cent more for college now so there's your free college. Now, somebody could say, but where do we put in the woke stuff? Well, you could have a segment, if that's something the families in the school districts and the parents want, during that afternoon teaching. But we need our youth. What do you want our youth to know how to do? Do you want them to know how to be physically fit? Do you want them to be healthy? You want them to have, you know, why aren't we doing remediation for kids that can't run a mile in seven minutes? I mean, we, we need to have, um, you know, we, we need to use our afternoons of our school days for the more practical, real life stuff. You know, and and I, I think our use of our school day is a, a very questionable right now. Kids are bored. They're sitting for long periods of time. They're getting bullied. They're, you know, dealing with, you know, what do I do with the bathroom? I don't want to go to this bathroom because I get bullied in that bathroom. You know, kids, if they're busy learning, there's less time for them to bully or be bullied. You know, it's got to be about them and getting them ready for the outside world. If you want people who know how to do electricity, you're going to have to teach children what electricians do. Teach them how to farm. Teach them how to balance a checkbook. Teach them how to do self-defense. Teach them some Taekwondo, Krav Maga. Teach them how to be physically fit. Teach them how to work out. All of that stuff could be in classes that, you know, that we do in the afternoons. And you could even have one day where we reinforce what they did in the morning with their math, their reading, etc. But, you know, if you want to improve test scores and proficiency you're gonna need a team to work with them one-on-one and i don't know if all these other curriculums 
that are coming out that parents are struggling with are actually on the whole helping these kids. one 877 don't go away. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. update. A shooting in Pastor Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church outside of downtown Houston. A woman who was with a child walked in and started shooting before she was killed by an off-duty police officer. Unfortunately, the child she was with was also hit during the crossfire and is in critical condition. Another man was also injured. Israeli forces rescued two hostages from a residential apartment early Monday in the Gaza Strip. Heavy airstrikes provided cover for the operation, but killed at least 67 Palestinians. According to a new Ipsos Knowledge Panel poll, 86% of Americans think President Joe Biden, 81, is too old to serve another term as president. That figure includes 59% of Americans who think both he and former President Donald Trump, who's 77, are both too old. Corey Myers, USA News. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or injured at work, you have rights and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good they stake their reputation 
reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. so grateful for a career in radio and i am very very grateful for our next guest michael harrison owner of talkers magazine as well as the amazing voice that you just heard on gun hills road new song for world radio day michael harrison thank you so much for joining us well thank you for having me you um are such an amazing personality so it's always a pleasure to be with you on the radio Oh, you are so sweet. You are so sweet. Look at you rapping. Look at you. I mean, I knew you were talented, but woo, man, you got, you, you know what? You need to be the next Super Bowl halftime, uh, uh, I, I guess, yeah. uh, usher. You're going to be the usher of the next Super Bowl. So, yeah, talk to us about yeah. World Radio Day and, and what that means. Well, World Radio Day is an official U.N. day. It was designated uh, for February 13th every year. It started 13 years ago, interestingly enough, uh, back in 2011. And it's designed by the United Nations to um, basically celebrate the importance of radio as an iconic medium that lends itself to freedom of speech, uh, to uh, world peace, to uh, communication between different peoples, serves as a lifeline for those that are in need all around the world and in the U.S. It serves as a lifeline in many places. And that um, it is basically simple, free, unfettered, you know, easily accessible and uh, worthy of uh, this type of acknowledgement, considering that it's now going into its second century of service and is still as important as ever. Uh, not to mention radio does face some hard times in terms of uh, the economy, in terms of competition from uh, exotic digital media, generation divide, and a lot of people not necessarily believing in radio as much as they used to, all of which uh, needs to be counterpointed. So uh, the U.N. stepped up and uh, named uh, an official day that doesn't come easily, and uh, I was um, honored to be um, asked to advise uh, the U.N., this executive advisor, to this year's installment of World Radio Day. That's one of the reasons I'm wow. talking wow. it up about radio and making music. <laughs> mm, gosh, no, no, we're, we're grateful to you. And, you know, it's like Genesis Communications Network. I'm grateful for them, you know, giving us platforms to allow us to to have free speech. You know, uh, Americans especially, you know, the, the day we get silenced, 
is the day we lose our democracy. We could lose our republic. And, and there's been silencing happening in so many different aspects of media that, that radio, you know, might be the last stand. And so, you know, your work to help preserve our First Amendment rights, your, your work with World Radio Day is, um, as well as the UN, it's, it's crucial because I, I think, you know, right now many people feel, you know, that they're, that they're silenced uh, on, on both sides of the aisle. Oh, absolutely. It's not just a conservative or a liberal thing. It's, um, it, it has to do with freedom of speech. It has to do with the spirit of freedom of speech and the First Amendment. So uh, I'm, I'm really uh, glad that uh, it has been so well received. Um, look, look at your show. Your show uh, serves so many uh, purposes. The theme of this year's World Radio Day is a century of informing, which you do, um, educating, which you do, and entertaining, which you do, you you and and health and medicine today are right in the eye of the storm when it comes to free speech and politics. It's not mm-hmm. like it's some type of a, a specialty subject on the side. It's uh, right in the heart of so many of the matters that we talk about in News Talk Radio. So uh, you play a major role in terms of uh, perpetuating the importance of this platform. Uh, I want to uh, do a shout out to my bandmates at Gun yes. Hill Road. A very interesting group. Uh, uh, The founder of the group, Steve Goldrich, and Paul Reich, one of the original members. Brian Coonan, who is a musical genius. And yours truly, um, a radio guy. Um, We basically uh, comprise the the group. And the song that was just played is called Over the Radio Waves. It's basically a two-minute public service announcement. Um, But... um, it's got tens of thousands of views around the world already, and uh, of course it'll it'll be fresh and relevant until tomorrow, <laughs> and then it'll be yes. uh, you know kind of a curiosity piece. But um, people can see the video of that song that you just played a piece of at overtheradiowaves.com. That's over. TheRadioWaves.com. Hope you don't mind me giving it that little plug. Please, please. You know, so Michael Harrison, you have, yeah, uh, you are a radio icon. You're a legend. You have been supporting us. You know, newer uh, talent. Although I, I'm in my fifteenth year, so I'm the, uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting up there in in years. And you have seen the changes that radio has gone through throughout the decades. And every year, somebody saying radio is is going to be obsolete. It's archaic. And boy, have we been able to be flexible and evolve and, you know, talk to us about how, how, you know, how we need radio and how, you know, what we need to do to evolve. Well, we have to evolve by, uh, by serving the needs of the public within the means that we have and by honoring and um, respecting and appreciating the power of audio media uh, broadcast on a one to many basis as opposed to social media, which has its own importance, and telephones and, and all the other ways mm-hmm. we communicate to, to each other. Um, radio has changed over the years, and that's been the secret to its success. But there's something about radio and um, uh, its uniqueness in a world that has audio, which is, includes records and includes all kinds of sounds, uh, and can be very utilitarian in terms of you know, playing records on Spotify, not the same way as having your friendly DJ cultural guru turn you on to a new song. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there are different levels of show business and intimacy attached to radio. But radio is an aesthetic. 
And either you know what it means or you don't. <laughs> it's like jazz, sure. you know. Like Louis Armstrong said, if I got to explain it to you, you don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> yes. Radio's an aesthetic. And it, and it combines show business, journalism, information, emergency uh, first response information, uh, companionship, and in many cases, a cultural, not just a, a, a actual physical, but a cultural lifeline to people in terms of their um, cultures, their communities. Um, there's ethnic radio for people who are, are in this country legally mm-hmm. or otherwise, uh, and it, it ties them to their community and to their homes. Um, there are many musical formats that just aren't heard anywhere else but the radio. Um, yep. And um, these uh, foreign language programming, all kinds of things. So radio just has to remain relevant, informative, and entertaining. And I think that it'll continue to go on for years and years. That's that's my view. Godspeed. So, yes, yes. So thank you again, Michael Harrison, for all you've done, uh, not only over the multiple decades of, of, of your, you know, work and service, you know, to the industry, but also for raising awareness of World Radio Day with your Over the Waves, uh, with your co-creators um, uh, at Gun Hill Road. Uh, one more time, please give us the link and anything else you'd like to share with us. Okay, overtheradiowaves.com. And basically, I'd like to share with your listeners just what a wonderful broadcaster you are and how you are the, the outstanding leading spokesperson for medical information and opinion, um, and which you combine with so many other aspects that make radio great, and that uh, you are so widely respected in the radio industry for your uniqueness and uh, your courage. And well, I, um, I just that. wanted to uh, give you give you that credit as well uh, from my perspective as an observer of the industry. You're so, so sweet. I shouldn't have up, just Dr. given you one minute. I, I should have I should have <laughs> given you the whole segment to talk then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I love you, Michael Harrison. Uh, can't wait to have you back again. Thank you for all your great work. Thank Gun Hill Road and uh, over the radio waves. We'll be celebrating tomorrow World Radio Day. Great. All right, one eight seven seven Doc Dolly, don't go away. Get healthy, not high, with one hundred percent pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Addictions can sneak up on us and come in many forms. Whether it's drugs, alcohol, sex, video games, porn, or something less obvious such as food, internet, or shopping, addiction can seem innocent at first and then evolve into an insurmountable evil. 
In our book, Addiction Basics, Caitlin Kalikas and I dive into the common addictions and provide tips for identifying and preventing these before they sneak in and take over our lives. Addiction Basics can be found on Amazon or on my website, drdalia.com. Check it out. Fantasy football season is coming, but sadly, too many of you are taking the bench while the country takes part in one of the most exciting and lucrative industries out there. Don't know how to play, huh? Well, huddle up and listen. Sports analyst Paul Kalikas and I have written a fantasy football pocket guide for beginners. This book walks you through the basics and shows you how simple and lucrative joining and creating a fantasy football team can be. Read our Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners found on Amazon or follow the links on Twitter and Facebook. That's Fantasy Football Pocket Guide for Beginners. It's time you get into the action. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay.
right, we are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 dolly So is plastic good or is plastic bad for us? So we keep hearing plastic is bad, 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 bad. Plastic is so bad. Bad, 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 bad. Plastic is bad. And as a physician, I need to slow everybody down, slow the roll. Say, look, guys, I don't like being inundated with plastic. I don't want every single thing I eat or consume or put on my body to have plastic. But when we say no plastic, it could backfire. Remember, there was, I think, a whole cheerleading team that got pretty badly sick from salmonella because the mom used a reusable shopping bag that was not appropriately cleaned or sterilized and must have had some bacteria that got into the food that she packed for everybody and the whole team got sick. I don't think anybody died, but these reusable shopping bags, they're fantastic if you clean them. Your masks are fantastic if they're new and fresh. Your bot- your bottled water, you know, it's got to be clean. It's got to not be melted in the sun. You know, we, there's, there's caveats to this. And the California plastic bag ban is an interesting one. Because we've heard there's been a couple backlashes with it. So from a public health standpoint, homeless individuals will use discarded plastic bags that oftentimes are pretty clean. Because you know, people go to their grocery store, they get these bags, and then they throw out the bags and they're in the garbage. And you know, maybe they held a box of cereal. So overall, fairly clean, not sterile, but clean. They'll use these bags. They'll use these bags for warmth. They'll use these bags for to carry their products and their things to, to try to keep them away from to seal it so there won't be bugs or things coming on their food products and they'll also use it for their excrement and so there were reports that san diego health department when the hepatitis a outbreak came about after california a decade ago banned single-use plastic bags where the health department had to start handing out plastic bags again to homeless individuals because hepatitis was spreading when they lost those bags that they were using for their pee and poop. They'd put it in a can or they'd pee in it or put, use it, and that would be what they used to get rid of their stool because they didn't have access to a home, to a toilet. And so we learned early on that infectious disease could spread like wildfire, and boy, did we have a bunch of hepatitis outbreaks that spurned, especially in homeless populations. But one of the things that health departments did is give plastic bags to help minimize the spread of diseases because people would use the plastic bags to protect things or to dump things. Well, we're being told there's another backlash or a uh, consequence of the California ban on plastic bags. And I'm not saying I'm anti-ban or pro-ban, although now we're going into some double negatives, so I don't even know what I'm saying now. 
But because I, I do think we are overwhelmed with plastic and I don't think plastic is good for our environment. But we need to be a little smart about what we're doing. So I don't know if you've been to California recently, but if you want a plastic bag for your groceries so you don't look like you're walking out of the store shoplifting, you could get a plastic bag, but you pay 10 cents. And because you're charged 10 cents, which, well, happened to me, I'm like, I'll pass. I don't need the bag. Now, see, I always ask for the bag, not because I wanted a bag, but for a few reasons. If I'm at a store, I ask for a bag so people don't think I'm shoplifting. It's a sign that I purchased it, it's mine, and it helps me carry it. If I have to go to the bathroom, it's not going to be, you know, when you flush the toilet and it could spray, I it's protected because I could wrap whatever I have up in that bag, that food product, whatever. And then I could use the bag for trash. You know, when I when I pick up the cat vomit or the poo-poo, I don't know if you've been to a doggy park, but they're plastic bags to pick up the poo-poo. So you don't touch them. They provide amazing barriers. Well, so when California had this ban, one, they didn't really ban it because you could still buy. There's still plastic all over the place. But interestingly, according to a report by consumer advocacy group CalPerg, 157,385 tons of plastic bag waste was discarded the year the law was passed. Yet, by 2022, it skyrocketed 47%. There's a plastic bag ban in California, and they went from 157 tons to 231, I mean, sorry, 157,000 tons to 231,000 tons by 2022. They even accounted for the increase in population. So when this law passed in 2014, the number rose from 4.08 tons per thousand people to 5.89 tons per thousand people. Why? If there was a plastic bag ban, why would the the um, waste rise? So they say what happened is grocery stores provided thicker, heavier weighted plastic bags to make it worth that dime that people were paying for. And because I, I see plastic bags that I get from grocery stores, they are thinner than thin, and I wouldn't even trust it to pick up the dog poop. But they're sturdier plastic. So what they did is they there was a section of the law that allowed grocery stores and large retailers to provide thicker, heavier weighted plastic bags. This is being reported by the L.A. Times, and so it that so then people could feel like they could put more in that bag. Because if they're only going to buy one bag for 10 cents, they want to put as much in it. So they want it more more uh, durable. And they were made of 20% recyclable material. And so I guess they said that the bags are 20% recyclable material. Manufacturers said they could be recycled at the end of their useful life. 
but nobody really recycled the plastic. Are people washing off their plastic bags? When you try to wash a plastic bag, it's a mess. And then trying to, you just throw it out. So these quote-unquote reusable bags, I guess, have a material known as HDPE, which is supposed to be thicker and heavier than LDPE plastic. Does that mean they're better for the environment? And so you know, when we come up with these bans, we need to kind of, I guess, make sense. I mean, if you really want to minimize, right, if you really want to minimize bag use, then maybe come up with crates. You know what? What's, I live in southern Nevada, so a lot of my neighbors say that they have coolers in their trunk because the food melts in the summer by the time you get it home and defrost. It just, it's just too hot. Your car is an oven. So what if maybe we start to change the way we do things where we have these these cool crates and somebody helps you out of the store, puts it in the crate, and then you can bypass the bags altogether. But right now, banning bags, if it's leading to more tonnage and more plastic in our landfills and environment, we need to maybe rethink what we're doing next. one doc Dolly. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza! You see? Advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight! GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates, period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email, advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie Guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. 